Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically performing preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the of reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed welcome everybody to the bar it's your boy Dwayne in the building right back in here another tuesday super excited as always to be coming through your speakers through your earbuds wherever you listen to the bar we are grateful that you're listening love to start the show every week by thanking the listeners you guys make this fun you guys make this possible and I just have to shout you out every time. It's funny because I actually recorded a little mini preview or uh, I guess a prelude to the upcoming uh, episode. And I just, you know, I'm just so grateful, man, that anybody listens to the podcast. So every time I get behind the mic, I always want to make sure that I thank you and let you know that I am grateful. <laughs> like I do every week, I bring you an awesome guest. This week is just like all those other weeks. And this is one of your favorite segments. This is the local pastor spotlight. Uh, I get so many uh, reviews and so many responses when we do local pastor spotlight. Everybody love their local pastor spotlight. And today is extra special because I actually met this gentleman, spent some time with this gentleman. And uh, one of my really good friends, you guys know, Mr. Shatario, uh, is is a member at his church. We have on none other than Brother Chris. How you doing today, sir? Man, I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here with you, brother. Good deal, man. Good deal. I was glad. Yeah, I was glad we was able to work this out. Um, you know, we're actually in the same area and it's always good to get some guys. Uh, when I say local pass is actually local to me as well. So, uh, man, I would like to give you the floor to kind of introduce yourself. You want to share whether it's personal, professional, you got the floor to do that right here. <laughs> All right. I don't even really know where to start. I'm very local. Nobody knows who I am. So, um uh, <laughs> just just a handful of people uh but yeah i'm chris paul and uh recently just started um a core group to eventually plant uh, a church here in the taylor's Gre uh, greer area uh Karis church and right now we're meeting in our living room just recently moved so it's been a crazy uh rough season of life i say rough i just just uh hectic you know what i mean not rough but mm -hmm. 
uh, but it's been really good. My wife and I just built a house over in Taylor's and we're still getting settled in there and still meeting on Sunday mornings in our living room. And, uh, God's doing some really good things though. Um, I'm a weird, weird breed. Um, you know, part of the money that, uh, I saved to uh, build this home for my wife and kids was I was a bouncer on the weekends, which was, uh, <laughs> which was fun. You know, you know, you, you have to choke somebody out if you have to, you can pray with them later. Um, <laughs> but you had to get, you had to get rough with them sometimes, get them out of the bar, but it was fun, man. I got to meet a lot of people and got to have a lot of really good conversations with people about grace and Jesus uh, in a bar setting that um, might not happen if I wasn't there. So it was really, it was really fun to do, but uh, we're plugging right along, man. I've been in ministry for a long time. Um, you know, I've helped plant two churches with uh, Acts 29, and um not real sure what direction we're going to go with this church plant. Um, as far as the network and things like that, we're still praying and working through some things on that. But uh, good stuff and excited, man. Good deal, man. Yeah, I was gonna get to the 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 the, the bouncing gig, man. Uh, you guys, <laughs> you you'll see it on the cover picture of this episode. It's one of the buffest reform guys I know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I got I gotta fit that you know that USC Jesus motto. You know what I'm saying? I gotta I gotta fit that hard nosed reform guy. You know, I, got I don't it. have any other hobbies, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have I don't play golf. I'm not built for that. I don't you know I don't hunt. <laughs> I don't like getting in the trees in the cold weather. I don't fish. Right, um, right. So my only hobby is working out and sleeping, man. So yeah, you know, I, that's all I do. <laughs> Legit, man. No, I I love it. I respect it, man. That's that's one thing that uh that that I love about. You know, you, man, is is when I met you, it's always been, you know, genuine from the start, from start to finish, man. And um, that's because a lot of uh, local pastors listen to this show and, you know, you're in the, the beginning stages of this one. Tell me a little bit about the past uh, plants that you were a part of and some of the things that you may have learned or experienced that, you know, is going to help you on this one. Uh, going. For sure. Um I honestly, man, I grew up in a church culture where, I, you know, the goal was to graduate seminary and uh, just pastor a church and, you know, build the church up and make good money because you had a degree on your wall. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really know what church planting was. One of my first seminary classes was the was church evangelism, and the professor was Ed Stetzer, um, who was kind of one of the big church plant gurus for NAM, and so... I got, I kind of got introduced to that idea, uh, in seminary and was talking to some other guys and, uh, I met two really good dudes in seminary. I, I, I did the extension campus for new Orleans, uh, Baptist theological seminary in Atlanta. And <clears throat> I began to change theologically, uh, while I was there, which wasn't good for me because I was on staff at a militantly Arminian church, <laughs> uh, when they hired me there. Uh, as their student minister slash associate pastor, one of the first questions they asked me was, are you a Calvinist? And at the time, my answer was, no, I'm not a Calvinist. Mm. And so, and I went to a very, uh, New Orleans is not known for their reformed theology uh, outside of David Platt. So, um, but, you know, I met some guys in seminary, began to have some hard conversations and things like that. And, um, you know, I did not graduate an Arminian by any means. Um, <laughs> but, uh you know, a couple of guys that I met, one of them in particular began introducing me to the A29 network and wanted me to really pray about church planting with him uh, outside of Noonan. And and uh, this guy's name's Alex. He, Alex Early, he's in Seattle now. 
and uh, he's pastoring up there. He actually wrote a book recently called The Reckless Love of God, so a plug for him on that. If you haven't read it, pick up a copy of it. It's very good. But uh, he's a dear friend of mine, and he began to challenge me and stretch me in ways that I'd never been challenged before. And one of those ways was missional thinking and incarnational ministry and things like that. So this homeboy actually quit his job at his church to go be a barback at a local bar that was owned by militant atheist lesbian. And uh, he's like, somebody's mm. got to go be Jesus to these people. Wow. So turns out, you know, I end up leaving the church that I'm at um, as a student pastor, um, moved to Noonan with, you know, my wife at the time and our, and our two kids. And uh, we helped start this church in this very gay friendly rock and roll bar. And we saw God do some really amazing things there and um, ended up moving back to Greenville after about a year. Um, the church is still rocking and rolling and noon and doing God's continuing to just do great things there. And, um, <clears throat> ended up moving back to Greenville due to some family obligations and, and things like that. And, um, ended up starting a church here in Greenville as well through a two nine. Uh, and we actually started in a pub. It kind of grew out of a theology and pub type deal. Um, and we were about three years in, uh, when some, some bad things happened that caused me to step away from ministry. And I may get into those in a little bit, but, um, so anyway, um, I learned a lot. Um, I learned that my faith is not as strong as I thought it was. If mm -hmm. I can just be honest with you, um, mm -hmm. even as a seminary degree ordained pastor Calvinist, um, you know, my faith got really stretched in a lot of ways. Um, I think that a lot of guys, even with the best intentions, buy into the idea that if you just, if you have the right marketing and you have the right core group and you have the right worship leader and you wear the right clothes and you have cool hair and you preach good theology, that people are just going to show up and your church is going to mm. going to explode. And that's just not the reality. Um, you know, there's nothing cool about me, but my wife and kids anyway. So I don't even try to be cool. Um, <laughs> some, people think I, some people think I have cool tattoos and that's okay, but. Other than that, there's really nothing cool about me. So I don't even buy into that lie anymore. But so I learned that. I learned to pray more. Um, I learned to lean on other people more. Um, I'm going to try to do that the best I can and, and really be coached. Even through the 829, you know, assessment process, which is very strenuous, um, I went through some coaching. But once I planted, I was kind of um, – I wasn't a renegade by any means, but I, I became very detached somewhat and didn't lean on guys as much as I feel like I should have. So, um, but, and just to have faith, man, um, I, I can't stress that enough that, you know, the wind blows where it wishes, you know, and, mm -hmm. and it might blow, it might blow at your church for 50 or 75 people. And that's it. Mm. And you got to be okay with that, you know, and all the stuff that I've been through in this life and personally and, and uh, vocationally, as far as ministry and stuff like that, I'm I'm good with it. You know, I have no desire to be a, the next big thing in South Carolina in any way, shape or form. Um, I just want to be faithful to the people God puts in front of me. Amen. Um, that, and, brother. Be, and, be, and be found faithful. So, and keep plotting. <laughs> keep plotting <you> know? <laughs> I can do that for sure. Hey, awesome. Awesome, man. No, that's, that's good, man. That That's an amazing story. You know, I remember when you told me that, you know, about the bar, uh, out there, man, that just, it just, it's just amazing, you know, things that, that, uh, you know, God can use to, to touch people, man. And, uh, and I love the fact that, you know, 
<clears throat> you 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 know that you got the right intentions for Green. You just wanna like man, and and so uh, just to hear that that's that's just not you know you, you're just doing whatever God calls you to do is is so sobering and and because i hear it all the time you know guys want to be the next big this or big that man so that that's really dope so um <clears throat> let's talk about the 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 current church plant you know uh the name um you know uh you know what what was the 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 i guess the the thing that said okay it's time to to try you know to do it here or you know what what was the thing that led you to to start it and why Greenville and and uh and 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 what you got I guess what what some of the vision is there for your group Yeah for sure so I guess if I could get a little personal um, yeah, man. if that's cool um So when I, when I moved back and I had my you know church plant here in Greenville uh, there was a couple of things that caused me to pull away Uh one of them was a very painful divorce <clears throat> um and it was due to some um uh, affairs that my wife had had and um she uh, was unwilling to uh reconcile and 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 uh you know see our 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 marriage and our family you know redeemed and and uh stay together um mm -hmm. and and so that was just something that uh really you, you know when you when you go through something like that and you've you know you've done premarital counseling for other for other people and you've done weddings and you're you're a pastor and you believe in the sovereignty of God and the goodness of God and all things. Um, and you go through something like that, you have some really hard conversations with God, you know? And so I went through a very difficult time when I pursued her and she was unwilling and, uh, to reconcile, mm -hmm. you know, you, 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 you start scratching your head and you, and you pound your chest and you think I thought great grace is supposed to work. Right. You know? And so, I had to finally let go of that. And I went through a very, very painful season of life where uh, I found myself in some really dark places, um, very, very dark places, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. Um, and it wasn't good. And um, I was, you know, a lot like Moses, uh, you know, when he fled to Midian, certainly nothing wrong with being a shepherd, but that wasn't God's call in his life. You know, he, right. he was called to other things. Um, and he, you know, he had kind of tried to remove himself from, from the presence of God and the people of God and the purpose of God. And I, I found myself there. Um, and it was just a very, very, very dark season for me. Well, uh, God put special people in your life. Uh, and one of them was a very good friend who is now my bride. Mm. Um, and her name is Jessica. And I could talk to you for an hour about how awesome she is, but <laughs> um, say that for another during, show uh, during, you know, if I went for Jesus and Jessica I, I would just be beyond screwed up um, so they've helped kind of piece me back together but um, you know she through our friendship began to speak some life into me um, you know telling me that my identity is not wrapped up in you know the sin that was committed against me or even the sin that I committed in in reaction to that through anger and confusion and heartache and things like mm -hmm. that and so uh, she had a very, very difficult conversation with me that caused me to kind of get back on track somewhat spiritually and have some, some, some more heartfelt conversations with God. And 
through that, our friendship developed into something more because I was like, there's something special about this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and I began praying and saying, you know, God, I don't really know what you want with me, what you want to do with me. And at the time I was working at BMW and I was walking to my car and when I, I was kind of a, a loner at the time, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to talk to anybody. When I left work, I would put my hood on and I would put my beats in and mm-hmm. I would listen to my angry white boy music walking to the car. <laughs> right. And, uh, and so I began to cry mm. and, um, and I'm, I'm having this conversation in my head and I'm like, Chris, you know, you right now, you're probably listening to Mudvayne and you're, you, you, you bench press 400 pounds. You don't just cry for no reason walking to your car. These people are going to think you're crazy. Mm. And I get in the car and I, I immediately call her and, and, uh, we talked for a little while and I felt like, you know, through a lot of things, I felt like God had kind of spoken to me and told me two things. The first thing that I felt like he said was, I'm not done with you. Mm. And the second thing he said to me was pursue her. Mm. And I was terrified. Mm-hmm. Like I was completely terrified about that idea because I had been so broken and hurt from, you know, a lady that I was married to for 18 years. Um, and so, you know, I kind of, I kind of fought with God and wrestled with that because, you know, I tell people all the time, I probably shouldn't make political jokes, but, the wall that was around my heart was bigger and taller and wider than any wall Donald Trump could ever build. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was fortified, bro. Right. Um, and so, um, but you know, through, through God's grace and, and this sweet woman that he put in my life, they kind of, kind of kicked that over. And, um, and so I did, you know, I believed and trusted God that he wasn't done with me, that I wasn't so damaged that I couldn't be used again. And, uh, I pursued her. And from that day, bro, I haven't, you know, one of the first things she told me after we began dating was, I want to see you back in ministry again. And I'm like, babe, we haven't even gotten our chips and salsa yet. Just relax. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just, we, we don't need to go down this road right now. Right. Um, and so but she's like, that's who you are. Hmm. That's who you are. And it's been a slow process. You know, we have a blended family. So my first, you know, two years was ministering to her and those kids and her ministering to me and um, making sure my heart was healed Mm. and that I wasn't going to be, you know, ministering out of emotion or fear or anger or or anything like that. And so we felt like the time was good. In the meantime, I was doing some speaking engagements for people and just talking about God's goodness and brokenness, um, just sharing my story and things like that. And um, God had given me several opportunities to do that and preach and share and, um, and through those speaking engagements, some people would say, Hey, and one was your boy, Shitario. He hit me up. It's like, Hey, when you start your church, let me know. I'm like, I hadn't even talked about that yet. Like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> Another dude is like, Hey, when you start a church, let me know. And I'm like, wow. what do y'all know that I don't know? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we just kind of gathered some people and we picked Karis church because, uh, I have that word tattooed on my forearm. And one of the things that Jessica and I remind each other of daily is grace upon grace Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and we've just kind of lived that and experienced it and it's awesome so uh we have hopes of just being vessels of grace to people to broken people and hurting people um in a very non-judgmental way um so that they might see christ um and be changed by him And, and i know that sounds really cliche and vague um but honestly that's that's the goal Awesome, man. That's, that's, that's excellent, man. I appreciate that backstory, man. That shines a lot of light and, um, uh, someone, 
uh, that may be going through something, you know, I always tell people, you know, your story sounds bad till you hear the next one, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, for and, sure. and, and, um, and, and, and I, I pray that that bless somebody. So right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? I'm John. And I am Joe. And we are the hosts of the Pastor Discussions podcast. And we like to call it your weekly conversation on doctrine, faith, and the Christian life. Because that's exactly what it is. And because you're listening to this commercial, you have already found some bar podcasts, and we are part of the Bar Podcast Network. And new episodes of our shows drop every Monday, so we invite you to check them out. We're just a couple of rural pastors that sit down and have discussions about different topics and work through things together. And we want you to come join us in the discussion. You can find out more by visiting pastordiscussions.com or subscribe on Stitcher or iTunes. It's <laughs> good. Um, I can I can edit this. I can edit this. All right, we're back in here with my man Chris and uh, having a great conversation, man. Chris is a local pastor here in the Greenville, well, the Taylor's Greer area, um, my neck of the woods. Uh, definitely glad to to know him. Glad to have him on the show. Uh, and what we like to do on this side, Chris, is uh, I call it the uh, the bar signature questions. These are three questions I ask all of my guests, from Ling and Duncan to. Uh, uh, Steven Lawson to everybody that's ever been on this show, uh, they all get the same three questions. I got, and so, I got a feeling my I got a feeling my answers will be way different than theirs, bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. All right. Here, our question is, and actually, you kind of alluded to it. What kind of music do you listen to, bro? You might lose some credibility with my answers, man. But yeah, so, be real, man. Um, this is the bar. Oh, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you. I, I, I'm all over the map when it comes to music. I mean, obviously, I train and I lift weights, and my workout mix would probably make a lot of people um, blush a little bit. I've got my <clears throat> I've got my workout mix with my Angry White Boy music where, you know, I listen to a lot of Slipknot, Mudvayne, Eminem, Rage Against the Machine. Um, you know, people like that. That, that kind of gets your blood flowing, and it's hard to listen to, you know, Bethel live when you're working out and bench pressing 100, <laughs> 100 pound dumbbells you know what i'm saying but uh-huh. you know i've got that uh when i'm chilling um i love old crow medicine show and johnny cash and um you know the avid brothers muffin and sons people like that um you know thank god for my wife she she really makes sure i listen to christian music um <laughs> you know she really you know she sent me lyrics to a hillsong song the other day in a text message and i was like that's awesome i've never heard that before she's like a till song you need to listen to it right now and so i did but it, it was good but, you know i've got i've obviously got my praise and worship and things I, I usually listen to praise and worship when i'm having to do cardio because i think i'm gonna die mm. and so mm-hmm. i usually try to stay close really close to jesus at that moment yes, on the because i know it could be it for me but right um, <laughs> i'm kind of all over the map when it comes to music but uh, nice Okay, good deal, man. Next signature bar question is: What books or book? What book or books are you currently reading? Right now, um, I'm taking our our core group to the Book of Jonah, so I'm reading the Prodigal Prophet by Keller, um, mm-hmm. and I've been reading the Insanity of God. Uh, I think it was Riken uh, uh, who wrote that. It was about his missionary efforts. Uh, I think it's Somalia. Um, so those are two books that I'm I'm working through right now. 
Cool. So I have a ton of time to read, but um, when I do, that's what I'm reading. Got it. All right. Uh, last signature bar question is, what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? I'm listening to the bar, baby. Yeah, man. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to be getting some gear soon, bro, so I can rock it at the gym for you. But um, honestly, uh, I had this conversation with uh, a couple of – I had four people over the other night. Um, they're interested in our church plant, and they've heard me preach at uh, a church before. And they're kind of interested in what we're doing. And, <clears throat> you know, I I used to listen to, you know, the guys that I listened to the most were Driscoll – Chandler and Piper. Um, mm-hmm. And I still listen to them when I can. I don't have a ton of time, um, but I I felt like I didn't want my voice to become their voice. Um, so I got really guarded against listening to yeah. too, too many guys preach. Mm-hmm. Um, because And I don't say that in an arrogant way. Those guys are amazing. And God has, you know, there's nothing really weak. We have this tendency to prop guys up, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, Sometimes that's merited, but there's nothing special about the messenger. You know, God can use any jackleg like me and you to proclaim the gospel. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and but we we have this tendency sometimes to begin mimicking people mm-hmm. when we listen to them too much. And yep. so um, I kind of just guarded myself against that. It was a personal conviction. I love those dudes. I, I appreciate what they have to say. I would rather read them than listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, but right now, honestly, outside of outside of what you guys are doing, I'm not listening to a whole lot of podcasts right now. Got it. No, that's legit. And I hear that a lot from pastors, um, you know, not wanting to, you know, listen to those guys because, you know, it, it, you start kind of mimicking them. No, that that's totally legit. Uh, anything they much rather read uh sermons uh and and things like that uh so yeah totally totally get that man so chris man uh man we we're we're done here man we we're about to slide out of here but before we go always give my guests an opportunity to speak to the listeners uh anything you want to share with us a word of encouragement or you know any anything you want to share i'm going to give you the floor to do that here and then i'm going to close this out man let's see um yeah just just keep plotting in ministry um you know, I think it was William Carey that said that, you know, who spent nine years without convert, just keep plotting, you know, and, mm. and, uh, just understand that, uh, no, no marriage or family is bulletproof. Continue to safeguard your, your wife and your kids and men just, um, you know, love your wife like Jesus loved the church and just, just be a humble servant. Um, it does work. You know, even a guy on this side of having gone through what I've what I've gone through, um, it still works. And it and and even if it flies up in your face sometimes, and you think it doesn't work, it's what you've been called to do, uh, which is uh, humble service um, at home with your wife and your kids, and um, and keep that focus at the forefront of what you're doing as you continue in ministry. So. Awesome. Amen. Good word. To the bar listeners, appreciate you guys tuning in to the bar every Tuesday, your favorite podcast. Make sure you check out everything we got going on here at the bar network. Uh, make sure you check out Monday, Pastor Discussion, Tuesday, the bar, of course, Wednesday, Just Thinking, Thursday, Mario Esco Live, as well as Bars with T Barlow. And then every other Saturday, uh, Truth and Fire, the podcast. Make sure you check out um, Kaleoscope. 
uh, those ladies uh, drop podcasts every now and again. Make sure you check them out as well. And um, man, make sure you go to the bargear.com, pick up your fresh bar gear and take pictures, man. I keep seeing all these orders, but I'm not seeing any pictures. I need y'all to take pictures tag your boy in it and uh and represent the bar and chris we got to get you some bar gear man so you can represent the at the uh at the gym and uh yes and, sir man, yes sir we got to get it going <laughs> i appreciate you again take your time out chris to come on the show i know shatario is yes, gonna sir. be excited to hear you man and um and it's definitely been a, a fun time and an honor and uh to everybody else god bless you we are out What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there